I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. Repetition. Guys, you want to know one of the most important things when it comes to achieving anything over time. And this is one of the biggest, I guess, common denominators that I observe in people who truly achieve and break through to that sort of 1% in anything versus everyone else who tends to sort of stay in the middle and or get some results and then go backwards, get some more results, go backwards, get some more results and go backwards. And it's this idea around repetition, but not only just repetition, but of repetition of the right practices. And so a classic example of this that I see, and I know that many of you listening to this are going to fall into this category where you are either vegan and you eat a plant-based diet or you're curious about it but you constantly get bored with the food like you literally need new recipes every few days to keep yourselves entertained and I hate to break it to you but that mentality is very often what's actually keeping you from your goal because you think of it like this why do you get bored with something so quickly? Like, why are you getting bored with eating nutritious food after like two or three days? Why are you getting bored with doing the, the disciplinary things, like whether it's like getting up in the morning early to go work out, or it's if you're an entrepreneur and you have this dream and you're trying to do X, Y, Z steps to get there, why are you getting bored of that process after like a, a month or even three months? That inability to repeat habits that serve you is exactly why you're stuck. And I'll give you an example of myself. I, and I kid you not, I have been eating relatively the same meals for about a year straight. One year straight. One year. Yes, I rotate things within those meals. So I've got very skilled and and nuanced, and this is something that I teach our high-level coaching clients around how to be very nuanced with like rotating certain foods to create enough variation just for nutrient purposes. So like obviously you don't want to be eating the same foods over and over and over again and not adding in different things just from a nutrient diversity perspective. And plus also, you know, in saying that, it adds a little bit of diversity, which can make it fun. You know, you have a little bit more food sort of recipes in your repertoire. But what I'm referring to here is people who will be eating a a certain type of meal for a week. And they're like, I'm bored. I need something different. And I'm like, you're constantly looking for the next thing. it's, It's like someone who's thirsty and they're digging for water. And rather than just digging one 20-foot hole, one 20-foot well in the ground, 
they're digging 21 foot holes. And then they go into the next thing and they're digging 21 holes that are one foot deep. And they're like, why am I not hitting any water? Because you're doing all the things. You're constantly having to learn new habits. You're constantly having to do different things. And it never actually embeds itself into your subconscious mind. And because of that, it never becomes an automatic thought process. And because of that, you're always overthinking it. And because of that, it always feels harder than it really is. And that's why you quit. And that's why you give up. And that's why it seems so difficult. That's why often people are like, well, I got the result, but it was just too restrictive or too rigid or too hard to maintain. It's not that the result itself is too hard to maintain. It's the process and the mindset by which you approach that result. That's what was too hard to maintain. And so what I tell people is that very often when it comes to your diet, and I'm using diet, for example, because this is such a classic one where people are like, I'm bored of the food. And I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, what is more important? Like, first of all, are you an adult? Because right now you sound like a little child. And the reality is that most people are actually like children and they're just in adult bodies, but they've never got intentional about becoming a truly formed human being. They just, they just aged but they didn't age internally. And so they're constantly looking for like foods to entertain them and foods to give them some emotional comfort. And the thing to recognize is that when we were growing up, right? Think of this. When we were growing up, when we did well at school, when we did well playing sports, and or when we hurt ourselves, like we scraped our knees, what did our parents or grandparents do? Oh, here, have some candy. Oh, here, have a treat, right? So like we were constantly being rewarded for things external of us. So we were constantly being rewarded for either achievement or pain. And so now when you look at your emotional triggers around food, typically what you will find is that when you achieve something, you're like, oh, I'm going to go treat myself. And it's always related to food or when you are hurting and struggling, you then gravitate towards food as like an emotional, because it quells the emotional turbulence that you might be feeling. And the first thing is to just recognize that. Recognize that that is literally a pattern that was given to us from a young age and we operate on it unconsciously and we don't even know it. And often when you can at least see that, when you start feeling those triggers, you're like, ah, I remember, that's why I have this. It's just a learned behavior. It's not some instinctual thing to go hunt down a donut. It's just a learned behavior given to us from early ages, innocently by people around us who didn't think about the psychology that it would be creating later on. But also, one of the things that I've noticed with people who are constantly needing variant and change is that they have just like this super short attention span, part of which is conditioned by social media. Like they're this microwave society mentality whereby people want quick results right now, they want prolific results with minimal work, and if it doesn't happen in those sequential steps, they're gonna jump to the next thing. And so they're constantly jumping from one thing to the next with this expectation that it's meant to be so much easier. And I hate to break it to you, but sure, you can 
rotate and get really creative with food and, and, and be eating like a diverse range of food all the time. But it's going to be way harder to track, way harder to monitor, much harder to know what foods are triggering positive and negative responses in your biofeedback. The only people I've been able to see who uh, can do this relatively well are people who are high-level fitness people who are chefs, <laughs> which, or, or at least high-level fitness people who are very skilled in the kitchen. They don't have to be a chef, but they're skilled in the kitchen, which, to be honest with you, High-level fitness people is a very minority compared to who I'm talking to right now. And then being really, really skilled in the kitchen as well and creative, even smaller minority. So most people do not fall into that category. And so because of that, I'm speaking to people who aren't even that good in the kitchen and or don't really like cooking that much. Or if they do, they're not fitness people. They don't have the results they want physically. And I'm here to tell you that repetition through boredom, through lack of quote-unquote motivation, is what is going to get you to your result. The whole idea, people say, well, I'm losing motivation to eat this way. Newsflash, motivation is like kindergarten in terms of academic achievement. Motivation is really the catalyst, the impetus that gets you going, and it lasts for a microsecond in your journey. There are many, many instances where I'm not motivated to do many things that I know will serve me, but I do them because I want to develop the character required to become the person that I want to be. And so I kick my own butt and I call myself out on my own shit because I'm like, this is weakness. This is my old self coming to the surface. This is the residue of my old shadow that is still existing and I need to break that and you have to look at that too so this week when you find that you're getting bored with anything look at that boredom and really ask what is it what emotional response are you trying to fill because very often when people are saying to me I'm getting bored with the food what they're really saying is I have emotional eating challenges and this way of eating is not satisfying that emotional turbulence that I'm experiencing. And my question to you is, why are you experiencing that emotional turbulence and why are you not addressing it via other means? Via counseling, psychologists, via exercise, via personal development, via getting outside and walking and communication and all these other things. Why are you not working on yourself rather than looking at food as the solution? Because I can tell you that's why you're getting bored. Because you're using it to fill gaps that were there previously from other addictions and or emotional triggers. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, distraction, anxiety, whatever. So it's not actually that you're getting bored. So you need to see that because part of you constantly digging 20 holes, looking for like different recipes because you're bored of eating... That's going to keep you stuck. You're not going to get to your physical results that way. And you can take this process to anything. You can apply this process to working out. I've had people say, I'm tired of these workouts. Newsflash, you're going to get tired of the workouts. You just have to do the damn things regardless. Stop complaining. That's the biggest thing. As adults, we freaking complain about repetition so much. As if like we're like these little children who need to be entertained at a circus. You know, like, 
life is not here to just constantly entertain us. Yes, like you want to have enjoyment in your life and you want to find things that you enjoy. But trust me, even finding things that you enjoy, there is going to be many times in the journey where in that moment, you're not actually getting enjoyment through it. Trust, it's just going to be the deal. And you're going to have to walk through periods of doing things that don't feel amazing in the moment to get to the other side so you can feel amazing with who you are as a person. So you can have more of that high-level feeling more often. I explain this to a lot of our high-level clients all the way down to people who just do our introductory programs where I'm like, you need to start looking at these strategies around repetition as fine-tuning an engine. So think of yourself racing around, uh, you know, your Lewis Hamilton or whatever, you're racing around these tracks, like the Indy 500 or whatever it is, and you, you pull into the pit stop and you fine-tune the engine, like little tunes, like little spanners come in, little wrenches, they turn the, the, the nuts and bolts ever so slightly, little fine-tune adjustments. Rather than pulling into the pit stop and replacing the entire engine every time you pull into the pit stop, pretty much constantly needing massive overhauls with your training, massive overhauls with how you eat, massive overhauls with anything, jumping from coach to coach, doing all the different things. That's like you literally replacing your entire transmission or replacing your entire engine because you ran out of water or oil or you needed one little like bolt tightened by a wrench. How ridiculous would that be if like they operated like that? Would they be winning races? They'd be coming last by a a mile. And so the reason for the fine tuning is because as you race laps, which is like repetitions in the gym or eating meals to see how your body responds, you want to just fine tune things because the more you can fine tune things, you will start getting closer and closer to those perfect ratios and combinations of foods, portion sizes, meal timings, workouts, the duration of the workouts, the volume of the training, the advanced techniques that you use, you will start to fine tune those things more and more and more to the point where you start to find the perfect ratios for you. That's when the repetition becomes more automatic and subconscious and you don't have to think about it as much. The reason why all these things seem so clunky and requiring so much effort is because you're having to reinvent the wheel and be constantly replacing the engines and transmissions all the time because you're quote-unquote bored. You need to start embracing this idea that repetition is going to lead to mastery. Anyone who has achieved mastery in any area of their life did it through massive, massive repetition over time. But I will put a caveat there. Repetition of the right practices, which is why getting coaching and mentorship is so important because most people do repetition of the wrong things. We all repeat certain habits, but the majority of what people do is the wrong stuff. I can see people who come to me and they're like, I've tried everything. I don't know what's going wrong. I'm not getting the result. And I'm like looking at their workouts and I'm looking at how they're eating and they're like, they're repeating all the wrong habits. Everything they're doing is suboptimal. Everything that they're doing in the time they're spending in the gym or the time they're spending with their meal prep is suboptimal. No wonder they're not getting a result. 
And when they do get a result, it requires so much effort because they're operating suboptimally with the things they're repeating that it's completely unsustainable. So if you want mastery, not only do you need to embrace this idea of repetition, but you need to start getting the right mentorship around what to actually repeat that is going to get you the result. And that's where you need to invest in yourself. That's where you need help. Often, when people try and bootleg this stuff, that's when they burn out because the results were too hard to sustain. So my friend, today, you need to look at areas in your life where you're constantly needing change and you're just like getting bored of things and you're, I'm tired of these recipes, or I'm tired of these workouts. Newsflash, that's going to be part of your journey if you want to get to mastery. So you've got to ask yourself, what is more important to you today? Is it getting to your goals and dreams? Or is it constantly needing to change things up to quell some emotional angst or trigger inside you? And if you are doing that, you need to look deeper below the surface. The food is not the answer. It's a band-aid on a bullet wound. You need to start looking deeper into your psychology to understand what is driving that, my friend. So today, embrace repetition. Get up. Do things more repetitively, more purposefully. That's my message for you today. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Anyone who's achieved mastery in any area of their life, like I said, has done it through massive, massive repetition. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at Fraser at evolvingalpha.com for coaching options and mentorship. Because if you want growth, it begins here, my friend.